How does an airplane go from this to this? After flying around the world for decades, many planes end up here, stripped for parts and crushed for scrap. Airlines retire hundreds of planes every year. Some are put to rest because of a sudden drop in travel demand. Others are replaced by newer and more fuel-efficient aircraft. Many of them are just too old and costly to maintain. We view aircraft being retired around 27 years. We think that's the useful life of an aircraft. So when we think about the park fleet, 40% of it is over 20 years of age. So we think that 40% is likely a good candidate for retirement. Many of these permanently retired jets meet their end here, in the Arizona desert. Specialists remove hundreds of parts, from giant engines to critical sensors, oxygen masks to the pilot seats. We could virtually find anything. It's just a matter of lead time. Together, the parts are worth millions of dollars on the second-hand market. One of the first things we'll do is we'll obviously take off the engines. They're the most valuable part of the aircraft operating out there, provided they're not also run out of time. Coming out of the pandemic, they're in high demand. Some parts are used to train new generations of pilots. Others are recycled, becoming furniture and even keychains. What's left gets crushed into scrap metal. CNBC traveled to Arizona to see what happens to airplanes after they land for the last time. Brand new Boeing and Airbus planes can go for around $90 million to more than $330 million. After flying them for decades, airlines replace them with more efficient models that require less fuel, which along with labor are airlines' biggest expenses. An aircraft could have three to four owners over its lifetime, so it depends what's more valuable to it, what resources an airline has, of course. For instance, Delta with its Delta Tech Ops business, that's about four billion of revenues that focuses on servicing engines. Uh, that might make them more susceptible to keeping older aircraft because they have the capability to do that in-house and, and they have a competitive edge there. Older jets also cost more to maintain. And even though airplanes can change hands several times, sometimes there aren't any buyers. So those planes end up here, where their parts are removed, fixed up, and sold. It's a small part of global spending on aircraft maintenance, repair, and overhaul, which is expected to total $94 billion this year. But demand is growing. Boeing and Airbus are behind schedule in delivering new planes, hurting airlines' ability to grow just as travel demand is picking up. So that's driving new business for the sector. We have three customers at any one time, really. The airline, the lessor, or the parts company. Airlines and lessors delivering this aircraft, and parts companies consuming the parts from the aircraft. It's a global trend. The world has realized the value of what they call serviceable used material. The used planes that airlines have deemed unworthy of continuing to fly end up in places like E-Cube's facility here in Coolidge, Arizona. We specialize in the disassembly of aircraft uh, at the end of their usable life. That means we receive aircraft into our facilities in either Spain, the, the UK, or Arizona in America. Companies like E-Cube and its customers choose arid desert climates to store aircraft because they're less exposed to potentially corrosive humidity and weather. They fly in where we keep them maintained as serviceable aircraft, so if they're traded, they can fly out again. But if they don't fly out again, they then move into our disassembly process where we take the parts that are valuable to the customer out and package them up and send them to overhaul shops for, for refresh work. 
and then with what remains of the aircraft, we either upcycle it or we recycle it and make sure it's disposed in a responsible way. In nearly all cases, the most valuable parts are the engines. Engines retain their value over a much longer period than an airframe does. After the engines, it's generally the landing gear, but it's worth remembering all parts on an aircraft are expensive. It's just how expensive. Narrowbody engines can rent for more than $100,000 a month. The cost to lease used planes has been on the rise because airlines are holding on to their aircraft longer, but travel demand continues to rise. One of the first things we'll do is we'll obviously take off the engines. Then we'll work with our customers, and, and some teardowns could be as little as 200 or 300 parts. If it's a type aircraft that has a very high demand of parts in the network because there's a shortage of them, we'll take off up to 2,000 parts on a wide body. Inventory lists can include hundreds of items like expensive avionics, flight attendant handsets, food and beverage carts, windshields, and wing flaps. If you think of some of the small things that make up a cockpit that the pilot has to look at, we regularly remove those parts to supply back into the supply chain. The cockpit is a skeleton generally by the time we leave it. Once the parts are removed, they're inspected if they're going to fly again. A lot of the parts that come off just because they're being removed from an aircraft that was operating uh, recently doesn't necessarily mean that they can be returned into just sold to an airline and be put on another airplane right away. They typically have to go through some level of inspection or functionality testing. So a lot of the aftermarket suppliers will take these parts off and then hold them until they have a potential buyer. Almost all of the aircraft is recycled. We recycle about 95% of the aircraft total through recycling parts and recycling the metal. Then the aircraft goes to the crush pad. We then contract with a firm that comes in and removes all the non-metallic parts, separates that out for different either recycling programs or for the small percentage that may go into a landfill. And then they'll crush the remaining hull and they sell that to a smelter at a mixed metal rate. The ones that aren't crushed remain in the desert with their fuselages and tails visible from miles away. Airplane parts harvested from older jets are becoming more important as the average age of the world's fleet is rising. Airlines are holding onto planes longer because it's hard to get new ones. Boeing and Airbus are sold out of narrow bodies through the latter part of this decade. The average retirement age of a narrow-body plane, which make up the bulk of the world's commercial fleet, last year was 24.5 years old, up from 22 years old a year earlier. That's putting pressure on aircraft owners to maintain older planes, in some cases with used but still usable parts. We've seen the aftermarket really accelerate above OE levels, and part of that is the aircraft fleet is getting older. Jeffries forecast the aircraft fleet of aircraft older than six years of age, and that's important because six years is when aircraft need maintenance, is going to be 17,000 aircraft by the end of this year. That's up from 14,000 in 2019, or up 19% versus 2019 levels. So that is growing much greater than the current existing fleet of new build aircraft. Part of that is being driven by supply chain shortages. We're not seeing new aircraft coming into the market. Older planes are flying more, therefore, used parts are more valuable because we're seeing a push out of retirements because airlines are not getting their aircraft on time. Our priority continues to be execution stability and while we still see some disruptions in the factory and in the supply chain, we're hard at work with our partners to address these issues and ultimately focused on meeting our customer commitments. 
But with airlines holding onto planes longer, that means there aren't as many aircraft to strip for parts. Some parts won't find new homes flying again. They might be too old or not make airlines cut to put on board with passengers. Some of the companies are trying to find other ways to reuse them, like having them turned into furniture. It's really interesting where these seats can go in second life use. We've spoke to companies who operate ferries and need rollover seats, uh, so there's aircraft seats going on the ferries. And in our boardroom is a good example. We have premium class seats from uh, a national airline that we use as board chairs, and that's becoming a product that we sell on as well to, to many of our, our customers and suppliers. Recyclers are now facing a new challenge, reusing and disposing of modern aircraft. Fuselages on the state-of-the-art jetliners like the Boeing 787 Dreamliner and Airbus A350 are made of carbon fiber, not the aluminum of past decades. The material is lighter and helps aircraft fly more efficiently, using less fuel, but it could make it more complicated to recycle. Companies like Ecube and Ascent could soon be flooded with retired jets as deliveries of new planes pick up, especially if fuel prices rise, forcing airlines to further tamp down costs, such as by using more fuel-efficient engines. That park fleet peaked out at 65% in April 2020 and has steadily declined and has kind of flattened out at this 18% level over the past uh, 12 months or so. So some say that we could be in for a flood of retirements over the next few years as obviously that 18% is going to normalize down to single digits. That will increase pressure on companies to figure out how to recycle aircraft as those planes reach the end of their lives. The number keeps rising on what we, we think we can recycle as an industry. And obviously, the only acceptable number in the end is 100%. We have to strive for 100% recycle. But we're not quite there yet. 